Welcome to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. I'm your host, Tim Reed. And once again, I'm so excited to be here today. Welcome to the Firetime Podcast. Well, we're continuing our series on rapid reactions to Firetime Magazine articles while we get prepared for season eight, which is going to start in early March. Super excited for that coming up. It's going to be here, man, just before we know it. And we are going to be doing something really cool at the HPB Expo this year. So stay tuned for more on that. For today, though, we are going to talk about an audio article by Phil Connor, and he writes a monthly column in the Firetime magazine called Firepower. And I seriously love this every single month. Phil is somebody who is actually out of our industry now, but he spent years working for Hearth and Home Technologies and just has a deep love for our industry and the people that are in it. Firepower is a column that always is about personal growth and productivity. And this article in particular is one that came out in the December issue of the Firetime magazine, and it is all about passion. This is something that I personally really relate to, and I'm just excited to jump into this article. I'm going to listen to it in real time alongside of you and then give you my rapid reaction afterwards. Firepower with Phil Connor. Passion. I believe we each have a flame inside of us. This flame burns brightest when we are consistently and passionately developing our skills. This inner flame can be represented by our personal combustion triangle. In the hearth industry, everyone is familiar with the standard combustion triangle of air, heat, and fuel. Without any one of these elements, we cannot have combustion. We cannot have a flame. Our personal combustion triangle uses the same model for fire, but with consistency, passion, and skills. When we consistently and passionately develop our skills, our inner flame burns brightest, and we can't hide from success. The heat of our personal triangle is passion. Harnessing our passion enables us to maintain focus, remain motivated, attract like-minded people, and keep moving toward our goals. Focus. No matter what endeavor we pursue, we will encounter obstacles. Events will occur that potentially give us pause and a reason not to move forward. Our passion helps us recognize the shiny objects and distractions, but keeps our energy flowing towards our goals. Our passion enables us to stay locked in on the task at hand because we enjoy the process. In sports, it's often referred to as being in the zone. It's a state of being fully present and without conscious control while operating at one's best ability. Our productivity is heightened with focus, and we can effortlessly stay on course, working harder and being more fulfilled by the work at the same time. With improved focus, we can prioritize tasks more effectively and work more efficiently. Our passion enables us to produce higher quality work, which leads to our efforts being more rewarding. Motivation. With every new task, there's a sense of enjoyment and excitement. How long that period lasts can vary. Like newlyweds heading off to celebrate their new union together, the honeymoon can't last forever. When we operate with passion, the heat of the romance can be sustained for a longer period. With passion, we don't need to set an alarm clock in the morning. Each day, we'll wake up ready to tackle the challenges ahead. We find that our efforts are more consistent and our results are better. In this state, people realize that their projects are marathons, not sprints, and they embrace the journey. 
The minor setbacks of daily life are easily stepped over, like a hole in a sidewalk a jogger avoids. Although a brief encounter, after passing the hole, joggers can resume their stride and continue toward the finish line. Attracting others. Much like a fire attracts people to gather around it, passionate people are attractive as well. When we do the activities that we love, those activities drive us and fulfill us, and others notice. Like-minded people will begin to gravitate toward us, warmed by the heat of our passion and what we do. Like moths to a flame, we're attracted to this energy inside others that I refer to as our inner flame. When enough passionate people gather, they're like moths flying in formation, working together toward a single purpose. People can work together when they are not passionate about the same activities, but the results are not as significant. There's a lack of harmony and sometimes a feeling of just going through the motions. When we find teams made of people with similar passion, the resulting output is significantly higher than the sum of the parts. It becomes what people in the military call a force multiplier. It needs to occur naturally, and when it does, it's a magnificent thing to see. Imagine how it must have felt for a group of residents on hand at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, as they watched the Wright brothers and their small group of volunteers launch their aircraft into the coastal winds after many weeks of failed attempts. Envision the mission control team in Houston when they've completed a space mission, the shared feeling of accomplishment and relief that the team returns safely. People working together with passion get stuff done. Success. Passionate people fail. That's a fact. Whether working as a team or individually, they just fail faster, picking themselves up when they fall and getting back into the fray. Passionate people generally have a more positive attitude, not because they don't trip, but because they know how to course correct and get back on track. They make adjustments and keep moving forward. Passionate people sleep better knowing that they will be able to work on what they love again after they have enough rest. The feeling of success doesn't come from riches achieved, but something more. As Earl Nightingale defines success, passionate people are enjoying the progressive realization of a worthy goal. In fact, their passion can reach an even higher level of success when it is in service to others. There's nothing that makes an achievement feel more worthy than when it helps someone else. That's like adding an accelerant to the fire. This feeling, this passion, is why so many of us enjoy the burn season year after year, because we're helping people enjoy fire in their homes. Remember the personal combustion triangle. We can accomplish anything we want in life if we have a strategy and take the right actions consistently. When we harness the passion in our lives and consistently develop our skills, we work with less effort and achieve better results. And like real fire, others will catch our passion and enthusiasm by just being in proximity to us. Embrace your passion in the coming year and you won't be able to avoid success. If you found Phil's column impactful, or if you'd like to hear him speak at an upcoming event, contact him at phil.connor at live.com. He's always working with his team at Ignition Laboratories to find new ways to spread the fire. Learn more about Phil and Ignition Laboratories at www.yourinnerflame.com. That's www.yourinnerflame.com. Well, I hope you enjoyed that audio article from Phil Connor. Gosh. There is so much there, and I, I forgot that this article was part of his uh, series on the personal combustion triangle, and this is just so good. I mean, you know, first off, when you when you think about, you know, we have our own combustion triangle in our industry of how you make physical fire, but 
I think that this personal one makes so much sense that if you take consistency plus passion plus skills, I mean, like that's just a recipe that, that can't be beat. We touched on that um, a couple seasons ago when, when Phil was one of our guests on the podcast, and you'll need to go back and check out that episode if you want to hear us talk in detail on it. But the, the heart of this personal combustion triangle is passion. And this really resonates with me. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, like, you know, that for me, for better or for worse, like I'm, I'm pretty passionate about what I do. And I don't know, it's just the way that God made me. I, I can't help but just get fired up about things. And, you know, that as I've gone through life, there, there have been a number of things that I've gotten really fired up about, whether it's like playing music or, you know, being in the fireplace industry, doing sales, my family, my wife, uh, other things that I do as well. And, I just, I don't know. I, I, I love that this really dives into why is that so important? You know, I know for me, and maybe maybe you're like me, where sometimes you almost feel self-conscious about, like, maybe you get too amped up about things. You know, I've had my passion overflow into arrogance and self-righteousness and, and, and also just blind me from seeing things as they actually are. And so it can be easy to kind of get down on yourself about that. But I, I love how this just affirms that, that that passion is absolutely needed. Now, as we get into it, he talks about how passionate people need to be focused. And that when you have passion for something, it really does act as like a, almost like a, like goggles that like shrink the field of vision to just this thing in front of you that you're passionate about. Again, this can be a blessing and a curse, but in in a world today where we are distracted out of everything and everyone is vying for our attention and there's a million things that we could try to do good, having passion, I believe, is a superpower because it keeps you focused on the things that matter. And, and honestly, productivity is focus. That was one of the notes that I wrote down as I was listening to it. Productivity is focus. If If you are somebody who is always checking your email and answering every phone call and then trying to answer questions for your team on the floor and then jump back into the bids that need to get done. That is not productive. It might make you feel good. Like, oh gosh, I'm so important. I don't know what they do without me. But you would honestly get twice as much done if you did all of those tasks at like one dedicated time and didn't let them overlap. So to harness that passion, you do want it to narrow your field of vision and, and focus to do the things that are most important. The the danger is there are some things in life that, you know, have to get done whether you're passionate about them or not. And and I don't think the heart of this article is saying that you shouldn't do those things, but it's it's that you should have a really a singular focus on the things that are most important that you're passionate about. He talked about enjoyment. That was that was really cool. So the the example that he had is of the honeymoon period about marriage, right? So any relationship that you're in has a honeymoon period and and guaranteed that period will not last forever. It just won't. But if you approach that relationship with passion, it, it will last longer and it will be something where you will be in it for the long haul, right? So I, I think, I mean, for me, this is really resonating as I think about my journey with this podcast and the Firetime Magazine and, and with Wi-Fire is that it really is a marathon not a sprint. And because I love what I'm doing, it just, to me, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like work. It's just, it's just awesome that I get to wake up and and do this. And so that idea of like, yeah, you don't need to set an alarm. Um, 
you realize that that this isn't going to happen overnight. And the beautiful thing about a marathon is that if you can fall in love with running, gosh, I mean, the finish line, it, it's cool. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, man, I, you know, we could we could run a little bit further and I would just still be enjoying myself. So I think that if you if you can find passion in, in, in what you're doing, it, it will allow you to sustain yourself on a long journey. And I took a lot away from that. Passion grows a tribe of like-minded people. That was another note that I had. And I think that that's obvious that if you're around someone who is just in love with what they do, they do it with excellence and they just overflow, it attracts like-minded people. You can't help but build a tribe. And I would actually argue that the tribe that, that we've started to build through the fire time movement more or less is based on the passion that we all feel for our industry and for our businesses and for our customers and the people in it. We share that like-mindedness and it's it's funny that in general, I would say that I don't meet, I, I mean, I'm trying to think, I don't think I'm, I've met a single like cynical, tight-fisted, you know, me first, my way or the highway kind of person that that loves the podcast and the magazine and everything that we're all doing together because um, that's just not part of our like-mindedness. Like this, this is a community of open-handedness and of humility and of generosity. And I think that that, that that is attractive. Same thing for you, just in your business as you're, as you're listening to this, you know, if you want to attract good people to, to work in your company, I think that being passionate about what you do with excellence and gracious and generous, it, it will overflow and attract other people. Phil talked about how passionate people fail. And uh, again, this really resonates with me. I mean, when I look back at my life over the last 15 years, I have failed so many times. I mean, I mean, I just, I have so many times and, and that's what happens when you put yourself out there. I, I think about, you know, jobs that I've applied for where I was denied an interview. I, I think about even just in the, in the last like four years with Wi-Fi, like, you know, flying out to meet with different manufacturers to, to talk about it and just having the door shut in my face. There's, there's been a lot of situations that I've had and, and, and even like, you know, just in, in my own like career managing people, areas that I've failed. And I mean, there's so many times that that happens, but what I really try to look at it as is just what Phil said, like, that's fine. My job isn't to succeed at everything. It's to succeed at the right things. So it's okay that I failed on this. It's okay that the door got slammed in my face on this because you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't the right opportunity. And looking at it in hindsight now, I can see that. So I, I think that passion does help sustain you. And, and, and if we love what we do, it, it is totally okay to crash and burn periodically and if we're doing that at a faster rate than other people or companies, I'm telling you, like, we will learn. And even for me, just I'm thinking about my journey with, with Wi-Fi. So, you know, we spent the last like five years building this software platform to try to make it really easy for dealers to give customized bids in seconds. And then we wanted to incorporate it into dealers' websites so that their customers could start the sales process at 10 o'clock at night when the dealers closed and seamlessly you know, continue it with a physical person. And we're trying to mesh all these things together. And, and we have fallen on our face in, in a lot. And 
it's been a long journey. But what has been so cool is that because the passion is there, that like, no, this is right. We love doing this. We know who we're serving and we know what this is going to be. It has sustained us. It doesn't necessarily make getting punched in the face easy, but we have learned so much. And I just look at where I was four years ago, even even a year ago with Wi-Fi, and I think, gosh, like I didn't know anything. And I'm so glad that I failed on these things because if I would have succeeded, I never would have asked questions about it. I just would have trusted how good I was. So so failure, even though it's a bitter pill to swallow, gosh dang it. I mean, it is so necessary to humble us and, and to make us think about something that's bigger than ourselves. And and, and that goes right into what, what Phil talked about next when he, he talked about the idea that when someone's passionate, it, it really does become just not about riches, but about something more. And and I know that, you know, for so many of you listening to this in your own business, you know, yeah, like you need to make money for your families, but but you care about your team members. You care about your community. You care about the people that you're serving. I think about the folks who work at HPBA that like they are in this for something bigger than themselves. It's not just about like riches and money. It's about making a difference in this world. And I, yeah, I just, I think it's so right on when he referenced Earl Nightingale, there is a famous, famous audio recording. And this is from like, man, I want to say it's like 1950 or 55 with Earl Nightingale. And it is called, I, I think it's called the strange secret or the strangest secret. I'm, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. If you have not listened to this, you should probably like every month listen to this. It's like 20, 30 minutes long. It's a recording that Earl Nightingale made for his company. And it's all about the way that you approach situations with your mindset. And it is, oh man, it's so good. Service to others is a superpower. That's one of the last notes that I had here. It really is. Service to others is a superpower. So this this actually happens a lot with the Firetime Magazine. Very often when when folks will write a piece, they can get self-conscious because, you know, maybe they haven't, they haven't written anything before that's been published in a, a national platform and, and a lot of people are going to be reading it. And it's easy to think like, well, I, you know, I don't know, what am I going to write about? What do people want to hear? And I always go back to the fact that if this is going to help one person, if one person's going to read this and get value out of it, then you should put it out. You should. And you know what? It's okay if it's not perfect. It's okay if there's mistakes in it. It's okay if it could be better. When we focus on, well, you know, I, I couldn't go and, you know, whatever. I couldn't go and and, and teach a course at, at the HPB Expo this year because I, I'm just not a good public speaker. Or, um, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, meet with one of my coworkers to, to give her advice about her career right now because I just, I, I don't know, I don't have it all figured out. When, when we say those things, this is, I'm ripping off Seth Godin right here, but it's so true. When we say those things, it's actually us being self-centered and it's us saying, I don't want to look bad in front of these people. I, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm talking about with my coworker. I don't want them to think that I'm weak as a boss, but that's a selfish mentality. What, what we want to do is when we focus on, if I give this presentation, will one person in the audience walk out better because of it. And if one person will, I'm qualified to give it, period. You know, it, it, when we focus on the other, all of a sudden it doesn't matter if we make a mistake or if we're not the best speaker or if we could have done it better because we put what we could into it the best that we knew how and 
we're trusting that, hey, you know what? It was for that one person. And I think that that is an excellent mentality to remember. Finally, Phil said that when you're passionate, you get more results with less effort. And I think it's true. I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking about my own life that truly I have this conversation a lot with people. I do, I, I don't know, a, a number of different things, but I'll tell you, I do not consider myself to be a hard worker. I just, I don't. Um, I like to have fun with what I'm doing and I, and I like to do things that I think make a difference, but I, I don't consider myself like a natural hard worker. My wife, on the other hand, is like a crazy hard worker, but I don't, I don't consider myself that way. But as I, as I think about it in this article, it might be just because like when you're passionate about something, it's not work. So I think that, I think that, 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 that is true, that, that the, the effort that's required, it, it's hard, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel strenuous because you, you love the process and you love what you do. So I, I just got so much out of this article. It was, it was incredible. Everything that Phil does for this magazine is, is amazing. This is just a side note that as a gift to our Firetime Magazine subscribers at the end of 2021, we actually put together an ebook that was compiled of all of Phil's columns for the year. And if you have not gotten this yet, please send me an email. My email is tim at itsfiretime.com and I will send you this ebook. Man, if you want to run your team meetings for a year, get this ebook and like literally just take one section of an article every single week for your team meetings and uh, you are not going to run out of content with this. It's so good. So we're happy to get that to you. Now, if this podcast has been a blessing and you want to support it financially, you can go to the website patreon.com slash it's fire time. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash it's fire time. And, you know, as always, we appreciate you so much for listening. I know that right now, Things are tough, and it's, it's, it's going to be a difficult 6 to 12 months in front of us, but those of you who can apply the principles that we're talking about here are the ones who are going to come out ahead. I'm just convinced of that. So, hope you have an amazing rest of the week. We'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast. To learn more, visit the website itsfiretime.com. Music from this episode was written and recorded by In Bloom out of Portland, Oregon. We thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. We'll see you next time. All in to burn.